Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, it was just announced that the Olympic trials are postponed. Everybody kind of knew this was coming. I mean, President Trump declared a national emergency, so I'm not surprised soon after, whether it was USA Wrestling or Penn State or all parties involved, that the collective decision was they didn't want fifteen to 20,000 people gathering in State College in just three weeks. As of now, they are looking to reschedule at the Bryce Jordan Center at a date to be determined. With all this news, my phone was just ding, ding, ding with conversations I'm having with so many wrestlers and coaches and others in the community. So I thought as I've been trying to do with this podcast, why not continue to bring these conversations to wrestling fans who I know if I want to hear their perspective, I'm sure many of you do too. So we're going to get five Olympic trial qualifiers on the line over the next hour and talk about their reactions and their perspective and how they're doing. Before we dive into the show, a few days ago, I launched a Traeger giveaway on the Bashmania Instagram. If you haven't entered to win, be sure to go to at Bashmania on Instagram. Go back a few days to the Traeger Grill giveaway post and follow the rules in the caption. One lucky winner is going to be announced on March 25th and will receive everything you need to grill and smoke some meat all spring and summer long. I'm talking a Traeger Pro Series grill, Traeger wood pellets, rubs, a Bashmania hat and tea, all that stuff. So definitely something you don't want to miss out on. It's also not going to be the last giveaway I do. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you listen. All right, let's get episode 42 rolling. It's Bashomania! Let me tell you something, brother. He gave us everything he had in him tonight. What you gonna do when Bashomania runs wild? Oh, it's gonna be a good one. And business just picked up here on the podcast. Oh, yeah. We got Anthony Ashnall. Anthony, first of all, you had an amazing weekend at Pan Am's. How was that to be back on the mat? Uh, it feels great to be back on the mat. I mean, honestly, right now, the way the world's going, I'm just happy that I got that tournament in and got qualified for the trials because the sporting events right now in our in our world is looking like it's going to be put on hold for a little bit. So I'm really happy and grateful that I got it got to be a part of Team USA at the tournament and the coaches gave me the opportunity to represent and yeah I represented myself and, and USA well so it was a great it's a great little momentum I got right now and if, if it seems like at least from watching that you you didn't miss a step you, you went out there you got some pins you just dominated I take it you're 100% back to your your health before the injury for sure I feel really great uh other other areas in my body, I got a lot stronger through the recovery process, and I had time to really focus on those areas. So, um, you know, I made some of my weaknesses strengths at this point, and I made some of my strengths even better. So I'm looking forward. I mean, competition was good, but I'm looking forward to test myself against the best, best guys of our country and the world. So I'm excited for that. Sure. And the reason we hopped on here is because you and I and others were texting about the fact that the Olympic trials are not are now postponed and I'm curious on your perspective as an athlete who you not only have momentum you just came off a long recovery where you waited and waited to get back on the mat and and you have this plan and I'm so curious to get a few perspectives of you know what it's like to now be three weeks out from an event where you're training to peak at that time and your plans are derailed what's the reaction and the perspective to that uh the immediate reaction is just like me personally like um, I want a timeline on things. Like it's a little selfish. I mean, got to be patient with these kind of things. Um, lives are at stake, you know, and I understand that. But uh, me as the athlete, like a lot's on the line to be peaking at the right time and to be making weight at the right time and to be dieting a certain way or putting different workloads in different weeks. And um, that's a priority of mine for sure. And that that's where my focus goes. I'm like, dang, like I wish I just had a time, like a maybe a future date they had in mind or just a little bit more information. It's just like their release of USA wrestling was just very broad and yeah. um, 
it was almost like they could have just not said anything for now. It would have been better. <laughs> and is your is your like perspective to just keep doing what you're doing? Do you scale back a little bit, or what do you do in reaction from a training and prep standpoint? Uh, like right now, I mean, I'm about to go on a little run here, a little three mile run. So just another day. This morning, I wrestled for about 80 minutes with with a coach and uh, another partner. So I mean, training. I still got to train. I mean, my goal is to wrestle beyond 2020. So just doing what I can to improve every skill that I that I need to work on really to do that and to be the best in the world. And and speaking of that and, and wrestling earlier, has this cancellation of the NCAA's impacted you from a standpoint of being able to train at Rutgers? And is there any confusion? As far, there seems to be chaos everywhere. Is there any uncertainty yeah. as far as like where you're going to be able to train, how you're going to get your workouts in? Like, I know this is all so new. Like, they literally just announced NCAA's postponed yesterday or canceled yesterday. Now Olympic trials. What the, what's that side of it like? Uh. I mean, I was didn't think it was going to be a problem, to be honest with you, for me, with Rutgers, but it ended up today, I got a text right after we practiced from our athletic director just saying, like, hey, like, I know sports are canceled, not many people are in the building, but we're not even allowed in the building anymore at this point, starting tomorrow, so I can't even go to the new facility at Rutgers, that brand new facility that you got to see. I can't yeah. even get up in there for, for a little while. I think that's off limits to everybody until about April 4th. Um, and that seems to be the dates around the country right now, but uh, I got a bunch of wrestling rooms and a wrestling little mat in my basement that I could still be training on. And uh, I got a lot of tools in, in the area right around me. So I'll continue to train and I'll continue to get partners to come out to me or meet them halfway in the middle somewhere. So uh, I'm not nervous about being able to train. It's just not ideal for sure. I mean, um, and on the other hand, you don't want to be training for nothing. Like if the Olympics are, up in the air about getting canceled like it almost takes away from uh being excited about it you know sure and do you have a sense of confidence that you know i've never been a high level athlete so i don't know like when your plans go away and it's like okay the date's off okay i can't practice in my room i can't do this like it's such adversity what's your perspective to stay confident in the process when that process and routine gets shifted around so much? Uh, just the trust. Like at this point you go through so many ups and downs in wrestling. I started when I was five and I had really good coaching. I feel like all the way through. So at this point, it's just, you know, the time to go perform at my highest level to peak is going to change. But uh, my training from week to week is going to continue to be uh, push as hard as I can while doing it in a smart manner, uh, listening to my body signs of the fact to take a break here and there. And uh, for sure, this date getting pushed back at least, I guess, a month or maybe even two months, right? So um, I'll probably take a little bit more time, like less time on the mats uh, week to week in these next two, three weeks, if that's the case. Uh, but for right now, you know, it's like there's no definite answers to anywhere. So you just kind of got to stay ready so you don't got to get ready. You can't get too big with your weight. And that's the frustrating part again, just like not the unknown. Yeah. And I'm sure we're not going to hear anything for at least a week with, I mean, you got to figure even not just even the athletes, but the travel for fans and the travel for athletes and coaches. And, uh, you know, right now there is so much uncertainty nationwide. I mean, Trump just declared a national emergency. So it's not like many people have answers. So definitely a time. Yeah. Definitely what a time to be alive. Well, listen, man, I told you I was going to only keep you for five minutes so you can go run with your girl. So enjoy the run, and we will speak soon. Yeah, we already started power walking, getting the heart rate up now. So. <laughs> I love it. All right, <laughs> She's sweet, holding man. my hand through the conversation. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> All right, I love it, man. We'll talk soon. Yeah. Thanks for making yeah. the time. All right, and now we have Kyle Dake. How are you, Kyle? I'm good. How are you doing, Justin? I'm doing good, man. I feel like you're maintaining a very proper perspective through this whole thing between both our you know, messages we were exchanging earlier. And then I saw your tweet, which is like, all right, trials are postponed. Don't lose sight of your goals. Be intelligent. Be healthy. Tell me a little bit more about your reaction, your, your perspective on the postponement of the trials. I mean, look, everyone wants to have the best result come out. And the best result would be nothing changes. Everything goes on as planned. 
But when you see these massive, massive organizations losing billions of dollars and sacrificing that for the health and wellness of what one, their players and everyone associated with those organizations, but also just the people, they don't want to, they don't want to spread, you know, this pandemic any further than it needs to go. And I think there's a lot of misinformation out there, what's really going on. And it's hard to kind of cipher through it all because, there, there's just so many people that have a voice and they're just spewing off whether it be old information or they're sure. spewing facts or whatever it might be. Um, you know, there was a time when, when people were like, oh, this, is, this isn't even real. It's not even a real thing. Right. And then that, yeah, it was three months ago, three and a half months ago. And now it's like, it really is a huge thing. And I think, I think we're starting to here's here's what's going to happen. The people who say, oh, everyone's overreacting. We don't need to do this. We don't need to do this. Well, if we didn't do this, it would have been, it, it could be a lot worse than it's going to be. Without a doubt. And let's say, let's say three months from now, nothing, you know, only a few thousand people died, hopefully. Um, and we took the necessary precautions to, to stop this thing in its tracks. And we were like, see, I told you it wasn't that bad. And it's like, that's the kind of attitude that we don't need. It's like, okay, well, we made these adjustments and we were able to get a result that we wanted, which is people aren't dying. We didn't, we didn't mess too many people up and we were able to take care of the people who, you know, needed, needed the most care. And, you know, that's, that was another thing that I'm pretty concerned with is, you know, people who, who can't afford to just take two weeks off of work and, and, just just hang out you know and and that's that's very very difficult to do and not very many families can do that and you know when you have and all of all the schools in my county just just closed down so they're they're closed until april 15th wow and what are those kids going to do now you know some of them are are very dependent on on the, you know, some of those families are dependent on the school to, to take care of their children while they go to work. Now sure. they're, they're, in, they're in big trouble and it, there's not much that anybody else can do other than, you know, say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to do our best to take care of you and make sure you have the supplies you need. You know, you have your food, you have, um, you know, all, all of your, all of your bills are paid for. And, and hopefully, you know, we, we can come together, um, Really, as a species, this is going to be like this. Is, it kind of feels like a test. And someone, someone tweeted. I don't remember <laughs> yeah. who it was. Someone, someone said it. It was like you know, this is a. It feels like an alien invasion. It feels like the Hunger and Games, dude. <laughs> right. It, feel, it feels just like everybody's coming together, um, and or needs to come together yep. at a very critical time. And you know, it, and there's a critical mass to it. Let's say you know, only seventy percent of people get together. The other thirty percent are like, oh, I can do this myself. I don't need this. Blah 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 blah. You know, it's just it's just arrogance, I think, and um, you know, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get the machismo. I don't I don't understand any of that. Um, we can kind of we can see what's happening in Italy. We can see what happened in China. Um, China did a really really good job of halting its tracks. Anywhere you went in China, they had someone there with a thermometer testing you, seeing if you had a fever. If you showed any early signs, um, you went to one of their fever clinics and. They they took like extreme caution in and dealing with with those people, so they did a really really good job over there. And in Italy, they're not, they're not doing very good. You know, they're telling yep. me, you know, say hey, just you know, go quarantine yourself in your home, you'll be fine. Well, that's great, but you're with you know your five other family members, and then they're going out and going to the grocery store and doing all the all these normal things and gathering, and you know that's how that's how these things spread. And it's sad to see it that way. But at the same time, it's like we can go one of two ways. You know, we can be very serious about the testing that we're getting. And, and that's one thing I think we're already kind of failing at is I know some people who have experienced symptoms where, you know, they had a fever, they had a dry cough, and they were dealing with some stuff. And they can't, they can't really get any testing because they don't qualify, you know, because the testing is so sparse. And it's like, well we don't think you have it. We think it's just a common cold. We're not going to test you for anything else, but you should be fine. Well, <laughs> that's not going to cut it. And 
that's that's where I think uh, we're we're missing the mark a little bit. And hopefully, um, hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully, hopefully I'm I'm dead wrong on that. And, the, and those people know exactly what right. they're doing, and, and they were certain about it. But um, to me, it seems like a little bit of carelessness. Um, and it, it just makes sense to be to be more careful with something like this because there's a lot of people at stake, and it's not just from it's not just from the sickness; it's from all the other the ripple effects that happen with it, and you know, as, as someone who, you know, just as a human, as someone who follows this whole thing, it's like, you know, our goal should be to conserve human life. And I think I said that to you earlier today is like, you know, you said from your perspective, that makes sense. And, and I was like, well, what does he mean by my perspective? And I was, that's why I said, you know, everyone's perspective should just be to get rid of this thing. And, and that's why, you know, obviously, the past seven years of my life since I graduated college, I've been solely focused on becoming an Olympic champion. And this is, this is everything to me. And at the same time, we have to be, we have to take a, we have to look at what we're doing. You know, even if it is only 250 people in a room, let's say, or 500 people in a room or whatever it is, the Olympic games qualifier happening right now, that's a risk. Is it a necessary risk? And apparently we're, we're willing to take that. Um, obviously, you know, we qualified, what, five weights at Greco today, four or five weights in Greco today, which is incredible. You know, I, I hats off to those guys prepared for this event, and they're, and they're doing really well. But at the same time, you know, let's just hope. Let's hope that nobody gets it, because if somebody gets it, it's going to come back and, and bite somebody in the butt. And, um, you know, it's going to be – whether it be the IOC, whether it be UWW or USA Wrestling or whoever it is. Um, and that's what you said that I you know, said, like, that perspective makes sense. Because you're like, you know, look what the big organizations, look what the billion-dollar organizations are doing. If one person dies, which is tragic, but on top of that, if they trace it back to the original event, th- those organizations are done. And if that happens at USA Wrestling and all of a sudden somebody gets infected with this because of what a family member is going to instantly say is carelessness, that's a big problem. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to have this show and have four or five of you guys on to get your perspective because all of you guys are acting so much more, I don't want to just say mature, but maintaining a proper perspective where the fans are like losing their minds. And I'm like, you know what? Not for nothing. I think you need to hear the perspective from the athlete. And I'm curious too, from a perspective of having a proper perspective on the big picture is crucial. And how does that trickle down to you preparing for the Olympic trials at a date you don't know? Is it just gratitude of knowing you're doing the right thing and what will come is going to come? Or like, how do you adjust your training and start preparing for really the unknown with not knowing timetables and what the future kind of looks like? You know, last week and this, and this week were like, you know, pretty heavy training periods, you know, and, and this coming week, we're going to be pretty heavy training periods for me. Um, and then it was going to be more of a taper. So now I'm, I'm sitting in a situation where, you know, it, they wouldn't, they wouldn't delay it one week. They're not going to delay it two weeks. They're not going to delay it three or, you know, maybe four weeks. I could see them trying to re-implement it. But after hearing what, you know, after, after hearing what, uh, president Trump said about, you know, it taking eight weeks and these next eight weeks being critical. Well, it seems like it's going to be at least eight weeks until we decide to do it again. And that, that makes a big difference because now, now we got to figure out, okay, how do, how do we want to peak? And it's, everyone's in the same boat. So yep. it's really about, you know, do you continue to train and try to, and try to really push the training as if you were going to, going to wrestle the next week my perspective is no i you know i, I don't think so. yeah i don't think I this would, is a one or two week thing. Close, yeah i would i would i would say i would say that it, it makes more sense to to pull back a little bit on your training and and let your you know if you have little dings and or whatever it is just relax for a couple of days and then get back into it you know i i, I don't think that um i, I think that we're going to have more time now so it's you know let's it's it's March 13th. Trials were what three and a half weeks away, or three weeks away. Yep. 
so now we got, you know, now we got more like seven weeks. So, um, you know, most people have their own, own trading regiments, whether it be six week cycles, eight week cycles, 10 week cycles or 12 week cycles, everyone kind of knows, knows what they're doing at that, you know, at the Olympic level. Um, so it, it does, it will definitely change how I'm, how I'm training, but, uh, um, my goal was to still continue to get better and, and I'm anticipating, but not, <laughs> I, I'm not expecting too much from the fact that the Olympics will still be wrestled in August. Um, but, but we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see. That's a little bit down the road, but I know that there's a, a lot of hurdles to, to overcome, um, for that, for the games to pop off, but we'll, we'll see what happens. And, um, my goal remains unchanged. It's to be the best I can be every single day to, to make an Olympic team and to win an Olympic gold medal. Do you think it's more of an advantage or a disadvantage to have that delay? Because obviously, you know, you bring up a few good points where, number one, is all you guys are getting ready to put on the line. You do start getting dinged up a little bit as, as you ramp up training efforts. So it does give you time to heal and it does give you time to, you know, maybe I don't know how much better you're, you're going to get in a month. You guys are, are at such a level where you're world champions, NCAA champions. You guys don't really need to necessarily get too much better the next month. But do you view it as an advantage or a disadvantage if this is, let's just say it's a month. Let's say it's the first week of May they announce is going to be the trials. Do, do you, which which side do you lean towards for that? Oh, I feel great. I could, I mean, I could wrestle the trials this weekend. You know, if, if they had the trials, I would be, I would be ready to go. I could make the weight and be ready to go. Um, so I, I, for me, it's, uh, it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. I, I could, I couldn't care one way or another. Um, but I know there's some guys who, you know, it, it's going to be an advantage for, it's going to be a disadvantage for yeah. some guys are a little banged up. Some guys had just competed. Some guys are, um, firing on all cylinders right now some of them are are going really you know going really hard and then let's say a month from now they're now they're you know they're expecting some peep but they get a little banged up you know they have now a new injury happens or a new a new little something happens they hurt the pop a rib or whatever like man if trials were back then i wouldn't have had to deal with this and blah blah, blah. so right that's the conversation know, that's going to come soon <laughs> yeah but, you know, it can happen anytime. So it's just like you have to be intelligent with your training and you have to understand what you're doing and, and be ready to go um, when the time comes. So, you know, this is, this is, a, huge, this is a huge deal for, for a lot of people and it's going gonna, it's gonna to play a big role. In, in, I, think, I think your mental preparedness is going gonna, is gonna to play a much bigger role this time around than it has in the past because of all the changes that are going on. Totally. And, and I know, you know, one of your biggest competitors at the trial, Burroughs, he, he said, I can't remember if it was last year or before, you know, one of the things about being great is being healthy. And I think a lot of you top guys kind of have that, not in your pocket, but you, you use it to your advantage how intelligent you are and the mental side of the game to train smart, to train healthy. And even now, like with the coronavirus, if you're saying in Ithaca, schools are being closed down and you have friends, you know people who maybe it's kind of borderline if it is COVID-19 or not. Like, how do you protect yourself knowing that's all around you? Like, do you do anything different at this point? Or do you just try to be overcautious? Or, like, what's that like? I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not going out of my way to, you know, shake people's hands and give people yep. hugs and, and do all these things. You know, it's just like, hey, man, what's going on? And they kind of understand, you know. Um, I don't, I don't think that there's that much, but you know, Cornell university just kicked everyone off campus. So if you live in the dorms, you're out and there's no more classes. Everything's online. Um, everyone's, everyone's told to go to their permanent residence and you know, that, 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 that kind of stinks. So, um, you know, it, it's day by day a little bit and, you know, whether I have to, to, you know, drive, drive somewhere to, to go, to go train or, or whatever it might be, run around my house for the next six weeks, I'll do it. You know, I'll do whatever it takes to, to get where I want to be. And I, I expect to be, to be ready to go whenever, whenever we get that call. 
I don't doubt that, man. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Thank you so much for taking the time to hop on here, and I'm sure I'll see you soon. Sounds good, Justin. Catch you later. All right, see ya. All right, and we got Bo Nickel. How are you, Bo? I'm doing good, Justin. Thanks for having me on. Of course, man. We were just talking about what things are like in state college because it's it's funny how it's varying. Everybody's sort of having different restrictions in place. I know Ashnault was just saying that the AD basically told him, hey, you, you can't be in here anymore. And Reader said the same thing about Wisconsin and, you know, Seth is trying to find places to go. So what is it like in state college right now? Yeah, we're on a we're, we're definitely on a limited schedule. Um, there have been some adjustments being made, you know, um, all, all the college guys are, are home. You know, they're going to be home for the next couple of weeks, at least, just focusing on classes and stuff. But NLWC guys are uh, are still here and stuff. But, um, yeah, we, we had a, a large majority of the people sent home. And um, so the training schedule is definitely – it's kind of, a, I guess, up in the air right now. But we're trying to just play it by ear. And so one of the things to that is that you know, with the college guys being gone and, you know, p- part of why we're having this show is because the Olympic trials are postponed and I'm, I'm curious on different perspectives. And one of the things I just thought of now is with college kids being gone, I know there's a lot of college guys you train with. Like you're not just training with, with the NLWC guys, you train with those guys. What is that like now that your training partners are, some of your training partners are gone and you kind of have to change up your regimen? Like what's your perspective on that? Uh, yeah, you know, it's it's tough. Um, you know, we, we like having the, the college guys here, obviously. You know, it's nice. We have some super high-level guys that, that I'm able to train with and stuff. But, you know, I, I, so that that's that kind of stinks. You know, I'm just – I'm mostly just sad for for the guys that they kind of got their season taken away from them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to roll with the punches a little bit and, you know, not really get – too upset about anything it's out of my control so just uh trying to focus on what i can control and the other stuff i just kind of let it go and to that big picture of the olympic trials being postponed and you know one of the things that's so wild is that there is no date set it's just kind of up in the air like hey it's postponed and what has it been like to have that overall perspective of i was talking with somebody yesterday and i'm saying man there's, there's never been a bigger time i think especially for athletes to just kind of trust in god's plan because you literally don't know what's next as a coach as an athlete you just kind of take things day by day what's your perspective on you know the trials being postponed and how that impacts really your life right now yeah you know i i spent a lot of time you know leading up to this just training and getting ready getting prepared and stuff and i think that um you know at this point uh it's just uh it's just staying ready you know i I'm ready for the trials to be, I, I was ready for it to go down, you know, first week of April and I'll be ready for it to go down whenever it does. But I think that just at the end of the day, we can kind of look at this as uh, possibly a blessing in disguise. You know, you never know how um, it's going to work out or how it's going to affect people. But I, I just feel like there's a lot of situations like this where it's easy to see as a negative, but you know, in five, 10, 20 years, you you don't know really the perspective that you're going to have on this, you know, it could definitely be something that you're just grateful for. And I, I feel like God always has a plan and, you know, this is, this is just part of it. So for me, training wise, I'm just, I'm staying ready. I'm ready to compete any day. You know, if the trials were tomorrow. I'm ready to go. If the trials were, or if they're in six months, I'm ready to go. So, um, just that attitude with the training and as far as like perspective, just knowing that like, this is all happening for a reason and and it's out of my control so it doesn't really make sense for me to worry too much about it and none of you athletes are hearing anything different than what's being basically put on twitter right by usa wrestling or whoever like it's just you know especially with these ncaa's over the last week and all the different updates and and cancellations and now on the usa wrestling level like are you guys just kind of being told the same thing everybody else is which is just like yeah hey it's just postponed yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I'm like the last person that gets information. That's how everybody seems so, to like, feel. I have, yeah, I, I, my sister is the one that's been like telling me stuff. Like she told she she told me about NCAs and about the trials being postponed and stuff. Like I don't even I don't really stay up on that stuff too much. So, you know, I don't I, I'm hearing pretty much what everybody else is hearing, but like a few hours later. So, 
yeah, no, no new information from from my perspective. And you know, when you have the everything's kind of being postponed from a last chance standpoint, and then the trials and all that. And you know, I was talking with Dake about the fact that you know some people are maybe going to get injured in the process, or some people who were injured are are going to potentially heal up, and it gives more time guys to heal. And do, you know, what I was curious about with that though is that. A lot of wrestlers that I've come to understand really adapt their training schedule to timing. How much of it right now is adjusting your routine versus just rolling with the punch? Like you said, you stay ready. So is it at this point you just kind of stick to that routine and then, you know, whatever kind of God does in that interim of getting better and staying ready, like is, is the routine just the same? I mean, obviously like at different points in time relative to your competition you're going to train differently so yep. it definitely changes i mean everybody pretty much knows about periodization tapering and different stuff like that so your, your training does does change no matter what whether you're competing in a week or whether you're competing in a month or or three months you know it, it changes so definitely as far as volume as far as intensity that type of stuff changing but my focus is always just getting a little better every day, you know, and if I, if for me, that, that, that is always consistent, you know, no matter what, what I'm doing training wise, I'm just getting a little bit better every day. And so that's kind of what, what I'm going to continue to just focus on. And, you know, like I said, if the trials were tomorrow, I'm ready to go. If the trials are in six months, I'm ready to go. So that's my, my perspective on it. But, you know, it's, it's really wrestling is a sport that, you know, it, it evolves and changes fast. And so I'm just trying to continue to focus on improving and just, just sharpening my skills, you know, and that, that doesn't really change ever, you know, whether we're training really hard or whether we're tapering. So it's kind of, I'm just going to keep that perspective. I love it. And last thing before I let you go enjoy your weekend, have you and your fiance set a date yet? (laughs) Yeah, we set a date. We did. Um, so I'm pretty, pretty excited about it it's going to be in december um so that's going to be uh definitely a fun time for me and i'm excited to to get married it's gonna be sick (laughs) oh i love it dude being married is is a blessing and i'm sure too you're gonna have no shortage of downtime (laughs) whether it's olympics olympic trials or whatever that wedding planning you know obviously i just went through it and it's no joke so have fun Mm -hmm. with that yeah have fun continue training and i'm sure we'll speak soon awesome thanks justin all right thank you Bo. see ya all right, and we'll keep rolling. We have Gable Stevenson. How are you, Gable? I'm good. What's up? It has been a wild week for you, huh? Very wild. It's very wild. It's just crazy how things played out. For sure. And, you know, I want to talk about the Olympic trials, but I guess the, the perfect segue for you and one of the reasons I want to have you on here is you're not only having the trials postponed, you're also having the NCAAs canceled what was your reaction initially to ncaa's being canceled um i didn't think it was going to get canceled i just thought it was going to be limited fans but when they when they finally canceled i was kind of i was kind of shook because i wanted to get us our get us our champion and uh at us bank it was right at my house and it was literally the perfect way to win my first time yeah, and it was such a good story. I mean, you and I were kind of talking about it. You know, it's been a wild year for so many people. And to to have that at home and, you know, I think you, Seth, and, and Mark all, you know, having that kind of Minnesota homecoming and, and you being, you know, right there this whole time, it, it was definitely something special. So you, you process the NCAAs being canceled, and then right away you're hit with the Olympic trials being postponed. Yeah. What was your reaction to that? Um, I just – when the when the when the tourney got canceled, I was kind of I was actually like real upset, like I told you. But um, when they canceled the trials, it was just I think I think it was good for a lot of the, the college kids that are um, that are gonna go do it and a few others just because like we can all get a mind refresh after the season because we're gonna go straight into Olympic trials. And I think it's it's hard for some people to flip a switch like that to go straight from sure the, the NCAA championships to straight to the, the Olympic trials. I don't think I would have had a problem with it, but I think we can all now just refresh and just be be on the top again, top of our game. So, do you think it's more of an advantage than a disadvantage for you? I actually thought it was an advantage for most of us because we're coming straight off the 
off the season and we we're going to be in the, we should always be in the best shape and sure. all that, but we were going to come right off the season and most of these older senior guys haven't even watched the tournament yet. Right. And then from a standpoint of, you know, now not only are the trials postponed, at least it sucks that the NCAAs are canceled, but you just move on right away after. It might take some time to process it, but you start moving on. With the trials, yeah. they're just postponed and you don't have a date. And that's one of the big recurring themes of, you know, not knowing what's next. What is your perspective yeah. on not knowing when the trials might be, or especially right now when everybody's kind of living in chaos? So it's not even like your life can go on as normal. Schools are shutting down. You know, people are being self-quarantined, and th there's all sorts of chaos yeah. going on. What's your perspective on kind of staying ready through this time? Um, I think it's it's real good to stay ready. I mean, I think myself, I'm going to, until we find a date on when the trials is, I think I'm just going to be in the weight room and just step on the mat limitedly. Yep. Then when we find a date, start, start getting back to it. But that's how, that's where the spot we are right now. And I already talked to the coaches about it. That's the best spot for me right now. And has Minnesota shut down or are they still letting you in there to work out and stuff? I, I'm not sure about that. They, um, they gave us a message saying that we couldn't, Outside people couldn't come in, like RTC couldn't come in and all that. So yeah. I'm not, I don't know if we can go, but I'll still be in there. Yeah, that's why everybody's school is kind of different. I know Wisconsin is like completely shut down for the next month. Rutgers is yeah. shut down for like two weeks. So it's definitely crazy. What do you think yeah. when you have this downtime now? Do you try to get better? Do you try to stay ready? Like what do you, what do you put a focus on? Is it just getting stronger? Like, what's that focus like? Uh, I think the focus for me is just maintaining who I am at all times and just making sure I can I can perform. And just the main thing for me that that I really really been putting in is just worrying about myself and not worrying about what everyone else does. Yep. And I think that's what that's the best thing that's 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 doing me good right now. Yeah, and it's got to be interesting, too, because I know I was just talking to Bo, and he said, you know, they sent the college guys home. And, you know, the, the RTC senior level guys, they, they train with the college guys. And that's why I was kind of asking about the routine, right? Like your routine changes, everything is going on with this coronavirus that, that's, you know, not only postponing the trials, but kind of postponing your regular regimen. Have you yeah. given much thought? I know it's still so fresh, but have you given much thought to what you're going to change in your routine and your regimen, or is it just try to keep as much as you can the same for as long as you can? Yeah, it's just keeping as much as I, much as I can the same, and I think uh, nothing's going to change. It's just all this virus and all that. It's just uh, another bump in everyone's road, and hopefully everyone can stay safe in their own way And while I just keep attacking what I do. I love it, man. And I think that's the right perspective to, to not worry about what other people are doing because, you know, even me, I'm asking different people and I'm not training, but I'm asking different people just out of curiosity. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Um, to try to understand yeah. the perspective. But as an athlete, I imagine that can be, you know, like some guys like Kyle Dake told me he's going to run around circles around his house if he has to just stay ready, right? Like everybody's in a different place too. Like from yeah. Rutgers, Cornell, Penn State, uh, Minnesota, you guys are all in different places and have to have to react differently so that makes sense yep all right cool man well listen i'm gonna let you go thanks for hopping on for a few minutes and i'm sure i'll see you soon all right see you soon thank you man of course see ya all right and finally we have jordan oliver jo how are you i'm good i'm good just uh taken back by all the news but uh little by little getting more training days and getting you know more time to uh, perfect my craft. Yeah, we were just kind of talking about it before, you know, where I, I feel like the, the community, myself included, we're depressed. We're, we're sad. You know, I think between the NCAAs being canceled and then the Olympic trials being postponed, there's a lot of uncertainty. And I know for fans, we look forward to these events and we don't have obviously nearly what you guys have on the line. We just have some excitement and we're rooting for you guys, but we don't have what you have on the line where you're trying to achieve something. We're just, you know, kind of watching what has been your perspective during all this chaos and, and most recently now with the trials being postponed? Um, I think, you know, moving forward as a wrestling fan, 
uh, and as a wrestler, you know, you get depressed because uh, even as an athlete and not competing in the NCAAs, uh, it's such a it's, it's it's such a good environment to go to, uh, not only to see great wrestling and great wrestling matches because as a wrestler, you know, you can learn, um, and you can learn just from watching. You can learn from being on the outside, CNN, and uh, obviously you get to see like. Uh, I learned from watching youth wrestlers, like little kids sure. wrestle. So, uh, I'm, 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 my my heart aches for those guys that you know have trained for. You know, a lot of people say six to seven months, but a lot of guys have been training their whole life to be in a position to wrestle in front of thousands and thousands of fans and get to the big dance, is what I like to call it, and yep. and walk the carpet and and compete in the NCAA's. You know, as a kid. Um, you know, you'll have your hand fuel guys that are like, man, I saw the Olympics. It's amazing. I want to compete in it. But, you know, 95% of the wrestlers that see wrestling, it's on ESPN. It's on, it's the NCAA tournament. And, and you watch the, the quarterfinals when they go live and you're watching uh, the semifinals and the finals. And you're like, man, like trying to imagine what would it be like to be in an atmosphere like that wrestling and then you're on ESPN, like you watch, you know, football and you watch basketball and you see all these big time athletes and, you know, ESPN's the place to, to, that really gets out these guys' images and, and you get to watch it when you're home. So as a kid growing up, it's not even, you know, like I said, you got a handful fewer guys that are like, oh, I can't wait to compete in the Olympics. The Olympics are the goal. A lot of these guys are like, you know, NCAA is the big dance. Right. Yep. It's, it's electrifying. I, and I know when I when when I was training and I'm competing, uh, I've always wanted to be a world and Olympic champ. But you know, one of my highlights of my career is, you know, being in that tunnel right before I took the carpet to go run out to the NCAA finals. Like, there's no other film that you, you can't even describe it. It's it's just you feel the energy flowing through your body you hear the crowd and then you take the carpet and it's just like your adrenaline rushes and it's just it's absolutely amazing so uh, as as an athlete perspective you know seeing it it's like you feel for these guys because it's not six or seven months yeah they put in a good discipline six or seven months and you know the ups and downs of the roller coaster of the NCAA grind where they're going through season and they're competing and they're taking, some are taking losses that uh, are ultimately, you know, letting them grow. And, and the end result for them is, you know, to perfect their craft and, and get sure. better and, and, you know, be at their, be at their, um, I like to say it, like their ultimate level for the NCAA tournament. And those guys have been working hard and, and made a huge commitment, uh, and now the NCAs are canceled, so it's it's a real bummer uh, for those guys. And some of those guys might not continue to wrestle. So it's like, and a lot of them are very excited. So it's 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 it's, it's a sad day for wrestling, right? We, sure. As as fans, as athletes, as coaches, we want to uh, be involved in wrestling and see wrestling happen on all stages uh, every day if we can, right? Uh, it, it's it's our life. It's something that uh, we take pride in, but it also, you know, things like this in another perspective, I think shape us for not only wrestling for the outside world. And and as sad as it is, is um, guys can learn, you know, a a valuable life lesson from this is it's, you know, you, you prepare for the, you prepare for the worst, but you're, you're praying for the best. And, um, yeah, you don't get to wrestle for an NCAA championship, but when you go back and, and you look at the preparation and the sacrifices and the discipline that you made uh, from day to day, from week to week, uh, knowing that you're preparing yourself for the ultimate goal, which some of those guys is to win the national championship, uh, the big changes they made in their life and how good they felt about it and 
and uh, the routine that they set for themselves that I don't think will just carry them far in wrestling. I think outside of the wrestling world, uh, they have that same attitude, that same energy. I think anything they do in life, they will be successful. Without I think a doubt. wrestling prepares them for that, but uh, and wrestling prepares them for that. But as an athlete now, um, on the senior level, and seeing the trials postponed, uh, and the key word there is postponed, right? Uh, and it's not canceled. So for us, we still have something to look forward to. But in another sense, we're also preparing. Uh, to wrestle at the biggest stage of wrestling. So for us, it's, it stinks, right? We, some guys like to do their phases where they're, uh, in their training cycles and they're like, I'm peaking and I work on this. I work on this. They have a very routine schedule yep. for me. It's, it's a little bit different. Uh, you know, I was taught from John Smith, you know, peaking is just a mental state of mind. You know, you can peak every day and, and, and a different, perspective a different aspect of your wrestling whether it's outside wrestling inside of wrestling uh and just the habits that you create every day um so it's a bummer that you know we're, we're gearing up and some guys uh especially myself are, are very excited to go out and, and compete and and compete against the high level right sometimes you see one or two of the top guys at the tournament uh but now you got the Olympic trials where you're like, okay, this is the ultimate competition here. I'm wrestling good matches every single tournament. This is what you look forward to as a competitor uh, and as one of the top guys. And it's not so much of winning and losing. It's the ultimate test to yourself. And uh, as a competitor, I'm getting to compete against national champs every round. Uh, and, and top guys and tough competition every round. So it's exciting. And it starts weeks out. You know, you start feeling that excitement weeks out and to hear it's postponed. Uh, yes, it it's kind of a, a bummer, but I'm a perfectionist, right? And, and a lot of guys, I, I believe in the wrestling world or I'd like to think are perfectionists. So the more time you give us, I think the better we're going to get, right? Uh, we have an extra couple weeks right now. We don't know when it's postponed. So I think, um, yes, it stinks, but as a fan perspective, as an athlete perspective, I'm very, very motivated because sure. it's just given us more time to prepare and, and to put on the put on the show that we expect out of ourselves and the fans expect to see uh, high-level matches. So end of the day yes it stinks because it was so close everybody was so excited and we're and we're pumped about it but um from the other side of the spectrum it's like okay awesome now i get a couple more weeks to, to prepare uh even though i'm already prepared but don't let that make me take a step back now that i'm in groove and I'm, I'm, I thought I was at my tip-top shape. Let me see if I can break that barrier down a little bit. Let me see if I can go a little bit more past that and push myself. And obviously, you don't want to overtrain, but maybe you can get to a higher level of of mental training, a higher level of physical training, and and, uh, and really how do you make do that without bulletproof. like how do you do that without burning yourself out? Right? Like I've been asking guys, is it an advantage or disadvantage for you? And I think everybody's a little bit different. Like, I was just talking to Gable, and he said, you know, for us college kids, it gives us a little bit of a wind down instead of going right into the trials. Other guys, it's like, hey, if there's injuries or if there's this, we can heal up. Um, for a guy like you that's so hungry and you do kind of just constantly stay ready, how do you not burn out in, in trying to, you know, see if you can break those barriers? Uh,. I believe it's having a, a, a great system around you, a belief in your coaches and, and what you're doing. But um, like I said, this isn't just like a couple week process. This is something that I've, you know, ultimately I've been training my whole life for. Uh, but it started months ago when I got here in Chapel Hill with, you know, Kenny Monday and Coleman Scott and Tony. Uh, it, it, it's making daily gains every day and, 
and obviously you listen to your body, right? You, it's not that you change up anything, but it's where can I get better? And you follow your daily routine. And in your daily routine, you've been doing things uh, great. And, and for me, it's consistency. And the things I've been doing are are, are uh, only benefiting me. So I, I keep that daily routine and, and listen to my body. You know, when I follow my schedule, I don't want to overdo my schedule where, you know, if I have Wednesdays off or a Sunday off, it's okay, let me go and get an extra run to see if I can build my cardio a little bit more right. or get my weight even down the weight. So I'm, I'm wrestling harder on it. It's not, it's not in a sense of that. I believe it's more in a sense of, it's really a, a mental confidence thing of, okay, I, I got, you know, three more weeks of training, three more weeks of adding this cardio. Uh, and I still take those days off because, to compete at a high level, to do anything at a high level, whether it's business, whether it's competition, you know, uh, your body's very delicate, your mind's very delicate. So to find releases and, and to take a step back some days or some people, you know, some people have the mindset of, okay, I take a day off and then their mind goes crazy. You know, something like right. talking about Burroughs, talking to Burroughs yesterday and, and, one of the things we were talking about is, you know, I'm like, dude, like when I take, when I take days off, you know, and this was a big, a big task for me to overcome. And, and, you know, going back even two years ago and a year ago and, and getting the train with Kyle Dakin, he's like, when you take days off, take days off. Like yep. don't overthink it. Don't overdo it. But, you know, one of the things me and, Burroughs were talking about yesterday is, is, is like, dude, when I take days off and I'm telling them, like, from my perspective, I'm like, well, and I'm thinking of the competition, like, well, can't, are, are they taking the day off? What are right. they doing? Are they training today? Because if they're training today, I can't, I got to go train because I, I can't let right. them catch ground. Right. And and I want to keep a cushion. And if I'm not keeping a cushion, are they even up the playing field? Right. So it's, um, it's very mental, but then again, you look at it from the other side of things, right? You take a day off and you really relax. Your body feels 10 times better, but you become hungrier for the next day of practice, right? And you're, even a day off, I'm like, man, I want to get back on the mat. I want to get back on the mat. Like today, Coach Monday's like, hey, we're off the mat today. We're, we're doing our cardio, we're doing our core no mat. Let's let's rest our body today. And, and me, being me, I'm like, we're in stride. Let's keep this thing going. Right. And he's like, <laughs> that's how I am. Sit back, relax. And I'm like, well, if I I got wind in the sail, let's keep it going. You know what I mean? Let's not lose this thing. So, uh, I think it's it's beneficial as long as you treat it that way. And it's more mental when you take those days off to have that confidence that, man, I put in the time, I put in the work, then my body relaxed, recover, and, and I'm already itching to get back on the mat for tomorrow, right? So it's, I think, being burnt out, uh, you can only burn yourself out if you're just draining yourself mentally, and there's a physical aspect to it, but that's if you're not going to let yourself recover, Sure. sure, you can think about things on your day off and, and things where you can improve and watch video and, and um, gain a mental edge, right? But also, you know, within the chaos, you got to find calm, right? So for me, it's it's within the chaos of a day off of thinking, Am I, do I need to do more? Is what I'm doing not enough? Uh, I got to find calm and peace to where I have that confidence and belief that I do need this day off and I am doing the right things, but I'm also preparing myself for the next day and, and get my body in a hundred percent that way. When I go into workout, I'm not feeling the, the drag from the day before because my day off, I didn't take my day off. Now I'm coming into practice thinking, 
man, my legs are a little tired or, or you start getting in the flow of practice and you get into that point where you're like, man, I just need to sit down for a second. Like I should have took that day off. Right. And you're like, man, and, and, and then it affects your workout to where, right. When I go and work out, I don't want to work out and be 90%, right. There's, there's days where I'm not a hundred percent my workouts, but I, I get the most out of them. And, and I think sure. that's where big gains are. But then again, I, if I, if I go on the workout, I want to feel great and I want to maximize every workout. I have the chance and possibility to maximize. So I believe those days off really helped me maximize, you know, mentality wise and, and physical shape wise that I'm ready for the next day. I'm ready to execute and, and my mind and my body are, are in sync, but also ready to execute at the highest level. For sure. That makes sense. And, and last question before I let you go here. What are things like at North Carolina right now? I know every school is kind of doing things a little bit differently. Some are completely shut down. Some are having RTC practices. What's the scene right now like at North Carolina? Oh, man, it's it's crazy. It's guys. Um, we sent our guys home uh, just to be with their families and, and with everything going on. North Carolina shut down. Uh, but our RTC is is uh, still working out. But then again, we have one RTC athlete, right? That's me. So uh, I guess I'm in a great situation where it's not like completely shut down. I'm still able to get in, and and you know my training partners are Coleman Scott and excuse me Tony Ramos, and right down the road I have Tommy Gant and uh, Coach Monday is on hand we're communicating every day and, and we're still going through our, our routine and, and process and, and getting through it but I the the University of North Carolina is shut down they don't advise students to come back even for spring break you know they're like don't come back to campus take classes online right so everything's shut down it's almost like a ghost town right so um Right now, we have a lot of guys that went home and, and visited families um, in this time, which I think is necessary to be with your family, especially with everything going on. Um, but also, I have um, the things I need for my training, and I'm able to get in the weight room and get into the wrestling room uh, whenever I want. If I want to go to the wrestling room at midnight, That's I'm huge. able to get into the wrestling room and it's accessible for me. So, um, from my perspective of things, I'm nothing shut down for me, right? For me, it's stay healthy, uh, keep training. I have coach Monday here, uh, which he lives here. I have Coleman here and Tony here, which they all live here, which high level and very much a, a big role and importance in, in my life and my, my training. So, uh, for me, not a lot of things are shut down. It's um, Sure, I don't have some of the college guys to go through the workouts, but how much do how much do I want the college guys right now? Because at the end of the day, when I was in college, I had circles that were outside of wrestling and, and communicating with people and, and hanging out with friends. And uh, I think that helps me limit uh, the risk of being exposed to anything uh, I necessarily don't want to be, right? Whether it's them hanging out and, you know, wrestlers mentality, you know, we have a cough or we have a fever. We're like, dude, let's go sweat this thing out right? and, and feel better or go work it out. And we get through, this is easy. You know, we have this tough mentality that unless my legs are broke or I literally can't move, I'm going to get into the room and get a workout in. So I think it it helps me in, in uh, a sort of way that uh, I'm not exposing myself or or put myself around danger that could also hurt my training. Whether you know a guy gets sick, comes in, and and all of a sudden I'm not feeling too good and feeling under what under the weather. So uh, I have a lot of confidence in, in Coleman and Tony and, and Kenny, which 
you know, we've uh, created a great bond and, and we've worked together this whole time. So nothing has really changed for me, but now I just don't have, you know, uh, multiple guys working out alongside of me. It's just me. But at the end of the day, it's just going to be me out on the mat and nobody else anyway. Right. Yeah. I love it, man. Well, listen, I'm going to let you go. Thank you so much for, for hopping on and taking a few minutes here. Stay safe, stay healthy, and I'm sure we'll speak soon. Yep, same to you and your family. I appreciate the time and uh, the talk for sure. And hopefully this all gets settled and, and we all get to rendezvous very, very soon and, and get to watch some high-level wrestling. 100% man. Let's go. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. Thank you. And that is it for today's show. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this little bit of a different style of podcast where it's not just get to know a wrestler, but it's around relevant news and events. So let me know what you thought. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Stitcher, YouTube, Anchor, Overcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. And head over to the Bash Mania Instagram and be sure to get in on the Traeger Grill giveaway. And the beat goes on.